If you've been a fan of the Apple Sox for the last few years, perhaps you remember that games were televised on the NCW Live channel. We had games there in 2019, 2021. That's going to be the case again this summer. June 17th against Bellingham, July 28th against Kelowna, as well as July 15th against Corvallis, July 26th against Cowlitz, and August 5th against Walla Walla. All of those are expected to be televised on the NCW Life channel again this summer. And they do a fantastic job, and we're really looking forward to having them out again this summer. Some great friends of ours on the NCW Life channel, Dan Coons, who used to be the public address announcer for the Apple Sox, Eric Grandstrom, the initial voice of the Apple Sox, and briefly as well, a public address announcer, good friends of the franchise, as well as Grant Olson. He called games for a season as well. Earlier this week, I had a chance to catch up with Dan Coons on Wake Up Wenatchee Valley to take a look at some of the new things coming up this season for the Apple Sox and much more, and we thought we'd give a chance for all of you to listen to it. Welcome back to Wake Up Financial Valley. In the not too distant future, the sounds of balls connecting with bats, gloves snapping in the air, hot dogs, beer, pretzels, baseball is almost back here. At Paul Thomas Senior Stadium on the campus of Wenatchee Valley College, it already is for Wenatchee Valley College. We're talking Apple Sox baseball, and my guest is no stranger to this program, making his very first appearance is uh, Joel Norman, Storm and Joel Norman, the broadcasting voice of the Apple Sox. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you, Dan. Excited to have some more baseball here real soon. Yeah, uh, the Apple Sox start out uh, on the road on the 3rd, 4th, and 5th. They'll be down in Central uh, Oregon to take on Ben. The home opener is on the 6th against Port Angeles, and it's not that far away. What have you guys been doing the last, uh, say, few weeks to start building up uh, anticipation for the 2022 campaign? It's been a funky offseason to start with. We switched offices. We moved right next door. So right now, if you come into our new office, there's boxes everywhere. So we're in the middle of trying to move in that sense and also prepare for a baseball season. So it's been a hectic spring, but it's been a lot of fun. This is our favorite time of the year, this anticipation. It's going out, you know, double-checking everything with sponsors to make sure everything's set, chatting with fans, making sure, we, you know, we're selling the season tickets as well. But uh, we think this is going to be a really fun year because I think like the rest of the world as we kind of just experienced with Apple Blossom things are finally starting to feel normal again and I think that's what we're most excited about this baseball season. Uh, we had a lot of things we had to do last year to meet just league and state requirements. We felt we did the best of our ability. We understand there was frustration with that but you know this year is going to be perfectly normal back to what you're used to in the summer with the Apple Sox and, and hopefully here this weather is going to cooperate. We were talking about that right when we got here Dan. Eventually it's going to warm up and we're going to have some great summer nights at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. Four uh, fan favorites are coming back that, that played last year including a couple of big pitchers, uh, local guys who can throw strikes. That's, that's important. Talk about the two pitchers who are coming back uh, this year. Yeah, Tyler Chipman and Jared Engman are both signed to return for the Apple Sox. Uh, I think a lot of fans at this point, you're kind of used to not always seeing guys return each year. So anytime we can get anyone to return, it's awesome. It's not like other sports where you might see that as many times. Uh, Tyler Chipman will be pitching in his third year with the Apple Sox from Kashmir. Family lives in Wenatchee now. It's a natural fit, and we're excited to have him back. He was he had his ups and downs last summer. He really found a groove down the stretch, though, and his last outing was on the road. I, I really wish fans could, could have seen it. We were down at Yakima, and he tossed, I think it was five scoreless innings before allowing a base hit, and unfortunately took a hard luck loss in relief after being pretty much perfect for the first few innings. But he was fantastic down the stretch. Excited to see what he can bring in terms of leadership, and every year it's fun to see how much he's grown as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And the other one is Jared Engman. I think uh, if you're a fan of the Apple Sox from last year, you should really remember his name because he was lighting up the radar gun all summer. He had a game where he tossed two pitches over 96 miles per hour, which turned out to be two of the five fastest pitches in the West Coast League. And that's a guy who started out last summer. That was his first time ever pitching full-time. He'd been a two-way player before that. 
went on to play at the University of Washington this year, and he's been their Friday starter. And if you follow college baseball, you know that's a huge deal to be a weekend starter pitching one of those three days. Not necessarily the ace of the staff, but close to it. Yeah, yeah. getting the nod for the first game of a weekend mm -hmm. set, that's huge for him, and he's really grown as well, and I'm really excited to see how he'll do this summer. And perhaps the most popular Apple Sox last year uh, player was uh, Mr. Apple He's coming back. Enzo Apodaca, yeah, yes. Apodaca. He's yeah. back. And Fans loved him. Yeah, absolutely. How could you not? You know, yeah. he, had, he had a great smile. He played the game really well. He had some pop at his bat, but he could steal bags, lock down the outfield. And you know how that is here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. A lot of ground to cover out there. He did a fantastic job defensively. And that was a guy who came in last summer, and he just was excited to be here. He had to redshirt his freshman year in 2021 because of a back injury. So he kind of channeled that frustration into having a great summer with the Apple Sox. Led the West Coast League in walks. And frankly, his batting average would have been over 300, if not for a tough first week of the season. He was phenomenal with us. I'm excited to have him back. I don't know when we'll get him because, if, again, if you've been following college baseball, you know Gonzaga's having a great year. I and mean, We love watching that. Uh, last I had checked, they were 11th in the country. So not only will they likely be in a regional in early June, they'll likely be hosting a regional. And I talked with Enzo about a month ago, and I said, you know, we're looking forward to having you here this summer. I kind of hope it's, you know, for your sake, not until maybe mid to later June, because that means you're going on a special run. But whenever he gets here, he's going to be a huge part of this summer's roster. Yeah, the early, uh, the early season roster, they got 40 guys under contract, but a lot of the guys will set, sign like 10-day, 12-day contracts mm -hmm. just to fill out the roster uh, while the, uh, the main players are still playing college ball. That's part and parcel. We get used to that. But it's also a chance for local high school players to come out and play for the Apple Sox. And a lot of them are local guys, either from the college or Wenatchee or East Water Cashmere. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's the great part about having uh, Wenatchee Valley College's head coach, Aaron Vaughn, with us. We're hoping to get a few of those nights. These guys who are going to be in town from the end of the NWAC season, hey, maybe here's a chance for you to get a week or two to play with the Apple Sox. Probably starts out as a 10-day contract. Maybe you turn that into something more. We've got one Wenatchee Valley College pitcher already signed. That's Devin Fry. If you've come to any of their games, he's gotten a lot of starts, maybe the first or second game of a doubleheader. We're excited to see what he'll do with us because he'll be heading off to Western Oregon uh, this coming fall. So it's nice to see a guy move up a level and get a chance to maybe add to his pedigree with us. You mentioned uh, Mr. Vaughn. Of course, it's, a, it's an all-new coaching staff. Back in October, you brought on... Uh... Mr. Darlington, a local cashmere guy, just 10 years out of high school. Yeah. He's going to run the show, and he's going uh, to do a bang-up job. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited for Mitch Darlington. I think he's going to be a, a guy who fans are going to be proud of the team he has on the field, and they're going to you know, be able to walk up to him and talk to him and have a conversation with him. He's just a really friendly guy who he's, he's fired up for this season. I, just from every conversation with him, he had been coaching some junior college baseball at Big Ben, kind of stepped away. He's been the athletic director up at Mansfield for the last few years, and he just kind of realized last year he wanted to get back into coaching and for us just the interview process he was a natural fit I'm thrilled to see what he's gonna bring because every day he's talking about the season telling us about roster updates questions for us about things his curiosity enthusiasm are the things that fans are gonna notice him about immediately I think they're gonna be really proud to have him as a head coach and to round out the coaching staff was a gentleman who was supposed to play for the Apple Sox in 2020 he was signed under contract COVID put a kibosh on that uh, but he's back with the team in a, in a coaching role. Talk about that. Yeah, that's Marcus Lydon. He was an outfielder at Oregon, had been at Lynn Benton before that. Uh, he's currently still with Oregon, working as a graduate assistant with them. Uh, he's kind of, kind of like Enzo. We'll have to see when we get him. Oregon's having a great year. They might be in a regional and maybe a little bit further. So uh, when he's able to arrive, we'll have him on board. And he's excited to be here as well. He wanted to be here as a player. Didn't work out. Still excited to be able to join uh, the Apple Sox here. His younger brother, Carson, is actually going to play for the Apple Sox. So they are both staying 
with the same host family. So keeping it in the family with the Leidens and having them here with the Apple Sox, uh, his brother's going to be a fun player to have. He's a guy who originally was at Oregon, decommitted. He's been in the transfer portal, so he's not playing the spring, kind of just working with driveline baseball for those of you who know, kind of working with a, a lot of video technology as well to improve his game. And he's looking to commit somewhere this fall. I love having those guys in the summer because those are the guys who put their best effort and leave it all on the field. So I'm really excited to see what Carson will do this summer, and he's pumped to be here with the Apple Sox. You mentioned billet families. Let's get that. Before I forget, how are we doing on that? Do we, we need some families, I take it. Looking for a couple more. I, I think we've got about five more beds to fill. So, you know, it, it, being a host parent is as simple as having an extra room or two in your house. We give you free season tickets. If you've got any kids, who qualify for our youth camps they get free admission to those if you sign up to be a host parent and really it's just a great way to become a part of the Apple Sox team when the summer begins we mentioned there's going to be some returning players it's gonna be a largely new roster though it's fun to come to a game and still cheer for the team it's even more fun when you've got someone who you kind of feel like is a part of your family in a lot of ways it gives you that one player to really cheer for so I always recommend it I stayed with one my first season tremendous experience I reach out to them all the time usually right at the start of the season just saying Hey, thinking of you guys again this year. Thanks again for making my experience so great out here. And we just we love that part of it. We talked about Enzo Apodaca before. He's staying with the same host family as last year, as you might expect, right? And that, I think that's a big part of how guys come back here. I tell that to fans all the time. If you want guys to come back here, you know, give them a great experience. Host a player because that's going to be a big part of shaping their experience in Wenatchee and their desire to want to come back here again. Baseball is a, is a sport uh, seeped uh, in tradition. Uh, but change is always important. Every year there's something new going on uh, here at Paul Thomas Cedar Field or with the schedule or with the Apple Sox. For me, from a fan's perspective, the most exciting news that I got are these Sunday matinee games. This was a great move. No more Sunday early evening games. The Sunday home games will be played in the afternoon. Yeah, I think it's great on a lot of ways. On one hand, you know, those 5 o'clock start times we had before, they were solid. I, I think in a lot of ways it worked well for everyone. But we decided, you know what, let's change it up. Let's do a, a games a little bit earlier. Do it at 1. So this way, on one hand, it's nice for your road team. They get a chance to hit the road. We're in the North Division this year of the two divisions, meaning that all the Canadian teams in our division. So it makes things a little bit easier for them for the sake of travel. So that was a big consideration for us. And the other consideration was kind of making it a family and kids oriented day. It's, we know how summers can get here in Wenatchee, but we think maybe you can avoid some of that heat by playing the games a little bit earlier in a lot of ways, because as we've seen sometimes later in the day, it's actually been a lot worse. But I think these one o'clock games are gonna be fantastic. Every Sunday home game, kids are gonna get a chance to run the bases after the game. We're gonna have, every before every Sunday game, the kids can line up here and high five the Apple Sox as they take the field. We did that for a Sunday game last mm -hmm. year, and that was a big hit. And it's just gonna be very family oriented, because myself, I remember growing up and going to a lot of those Sunday afternoon baseball games and they were always my favorite because they were catered to me whether it was the kids jersey giveaway a kid's hat or something like that it was just fun knowing that it was about you and as I mentioned that the running the bases that was a part I always loved as well so we want to kind of bring that same experience here as well and I think it's going to lead to a lot of fun Sunday afternoons and not, not to mention we're also talking about doing some different concession items for Sundays I've been pitching maybe we do mimosas or something oh. for the adults maybe we have a few other you know brunch items as well available uh, it's, that's the fun of you know, us being able to control that kind of stuff. So I'm really looking forward to these Sunday afternoon games. Again, as I mentioned before, uh, opening night uh, is on the road. They'll be uh, the first weekend, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of June. They'll be in Bend. Then they open against Port Angeles on Monday the 6th. But before any of that happens, all the fans can gather here for the big uh, traditional kickoff wing ding. 
meet the players, pick up yeah. your tickets, have a good time, talk about that. Yeah, June 2nd is our free Fan Fest. It's from 5 to 7 p.m. When fans will arrive here, the Apple Sox will be practicing on the field. It's going to be your first time to see them in any action. And frankly, it's fun to watch them practice at all. There aren't many of those over the course of the summer with games every day. So that's a fun opportunity for fans. And then once they're done, they'll kind of come up and chat with their fans. A lot of times it's kind of still getting to know your host families, but it's other people getting to meet them. And it's always nice to see the kids kind of first getting a chance to meet the players as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And we mentioned a chance to pick up season tickets as well, chance to purchase season tickets as well. We're going to have free food on hand as well. It's just that first welcome back to the ballpark night. And that's why we make it free. We want to remind you, you know, hey, this is what summer's all about right here. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We do that, and the next day they're on the road. So it's kind of a way to kick off the season and wish them well before they hit the road. Uh, a couple more questions for Joel Norman before we cut him loose. Again, we're here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium for Apple Sox baseball. It's not too far off. Um, only 10 teams got to play last year in is what is now a 16-team league. The folks up in Canada really never got going. So uh, talk about the, 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 the six teams. You don't have to talk about all of them, but there are six teams that the, that the Apple Sox have never played, and they're going to be coming in and out of here. What do we going up north? Talk about that. Well, first off, we're really excited to welcome back the Victoria Harbor Cats and Kelowna Falcons to the West Coast League. Victoria has been about a decade or so now in the league. They've been a, a huge part of it, had a, had a ton of success. They were runners up in 2019. Kelowna has been a day one member. Great to have both of those franchises back with the border reopening since last summer. We're excited about the other franchises. There's one in Kamloops, Nanaimo, as well as Edmonton, and then in Springfield, Oregon, we'll also have a team as well. And it's going to be a lot of fun because it, it makes the playoffs a little bit more wide open. 16 teams this year means that there's going to be eight total playoff spots. Half the league is going to make the playoffs. And I think maybe some people will look at that and think that's a little untraditional for baseball. Well, Major League Baseball is kind of going in a similar direction right now. So we're kind of just jumping the gun a little bit, giving more teams that opportunity because this means there's more to play for. The first half, second half playoff format is going to remain in place. You have a first half division winner, you have a second half division winner. After that, there's two wild cards for both divisions up for grabs. So it's going to be fun to watch the playoff race throughout the season. And just because you have a bad first half doesn't mean you're out of it. And I'm really excited to see how this plays out this year because the postseason format is much different too, Dan. I don't know if I had gone over this with you yet, but the division series for both teams, let's say the North and the South, there's two sets of division series. That's a best of three. They meet each other in a single division championship game. Both division championship winners meet in a single West Coast League championship game. It's going to be very, very different this year. And you mentioned that by having the split season, it allows teams that overcome slow starts to get a little momentum and still make the playoffs. That was pretty much the case with the Apple Sox last year. Started out slow. Didn't have a bad first half, but it wasn't great either. In the second half of the season, they they they, they dang near gave Yakima a run for their money and almost made the playoffs. We had a good this final. team was just getting going. Yeah, and that's how it kind of felt. It was down yeah. the stretch, we started to hit the groove. And you know, the goal this year, again, with the new coaching staff is why why get under you know the eight why get behind the eight ball early? Get off to a strong start, see what you can do, see if you can take that first half spot. Make the second half a little bit easier. So you're just building up team culture and whatnot and just trying to fix those little areas that need fixed. So that's going to be the goal, as always. I think everyone in the West Coast League wants to win the first half, but we're going to see what we can do to maintain momentum from the beginning to the end. I'm just going to check my notes here real quick. Get autograph from Joel. Get check from Jose. Get another check from Jose. <laughs> I think I think we, we got it all. Real quickly, uh, the two new weekly promotions, and then we got to cut you loose because we're almost out of time. The two new weekly promotions, 
the, the Wednesday thing is back, right? Is it the Tuesday? I can't remember. We got yet. a couple of different ones. Our $2 off Tuesdays are still here. We did $2 right. off tickets, select concession items. Uh, Coors Lights were $2 off for those. So that's a great night as well. Uh, Wednesday is going to be winning Wenatchee Wednesdays, we're calling. So you can almost call it Wenatchee Wednesdays because you're going to win prizes from local businesses. We're going to have four different innings where we're giving away a prize. Just by coming here, you're eligible to win. So that's going to be something, an unexpected way to maybe walk away from the ballpark. And every Thursday is going to be a throwback Thursday. Of course, this is another anniversary season of the founding of the Wenatchee Chiefs minor league franchise. We're changing things up a little bit with the jerseys this year. It's not quite what a throwback like what the Chiefs wore, but it, it'll have a nice connection regardless. And I'm, I'm going to keep that out till we get images of that in person. But I'm really excited. We're going to wear throwback jerseys for all thir three Thursday home games. $2 tickets is a retro throwback price for the bleacher seats for those games. Only way to watch Apple Sox baseball, and this is the most intimate atmosphere in the West Coast League. You're as close to the action in the pitcher's mound at home plate as anybody in the league is season tickets. You're in the bowl, and they'll take care of you. They know how to take care of their patrons, and you fans need to take care of your team. The Wenatchee Apple Sox back for their 23rd campaign? 22. Would have been 23 if we tried right. in 2020. Well, I was going by the years. Yeah, yep. that is. Uh, Joel, and we'll be visiting each other quite a bit, right? Yeah, I'm really looking forward the, to it. The spring and the summer. Joel Norman making his very first appearance here.